This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Well, it is a great day for talk radio. It's good that uh, we've got these sub-zero temperatures that are edging their way north, and uh, we'll see. Well, their temperatures just sort of hovering uh, still on the negative side for a while. We've got some snow and freezing rain forecast, two to four centimeters uh, here in and around the GTA, and then it gets above zero, which is where the rain comes in. So it could be a sloppy Wednesday. That all being said, though, uh, it's, I guess, better in terms of people who are trying to fend for themselves on the streets. Something we'll talk about here shortly, you know, where uh, it's been deemed to be a crisis in our shelter system and the reasons for that. Uh, we can chew down on that shortly. I wanted to talk about something else as being uh, suggested as a real impediment to uh, those who live on lower fixed incomes, and that is the hydro costs. We know that they're obviously spiraling out of control in the province, and there had been regulation placed on hydro coming into individual suites and so on and so forth, this sub-metering system, as it were. But Bill 66 that the Ford government is uh, putting forward is going to scotch all that, and some advocates or activists are saying, well, that's going to leave over 300,000 people vulnerable to... uh, deregulation and hydro hikes that they can't control and so on and so forth. So what is the truth about all of this? Let's find out. Tom Adams is an independent energy and environmental advisor, and he's joined the Oakley Show at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Tom, how are you doing? Just great, John. How are you? Pretty good. Tell me about this. I mean, first off, uh, what submetering is all about and uh, how this change that is being put forth by the Ford government is either a, a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, sure. So a, a little context, right, to explain what this the jargon all means here. Um, uh, back in the old days, uh, often when a multi-unit residential was constructed, whether condos or, or uh, uh, a rental tenancy, uh, um, a lot of these big buildings were bulk metered. Um, you know, over the last 20 years or so, we've been smartening up and uh, um, uh, m- moving to individual suite metering, which, you know, helps... It's just a sensible thing to do. Um, uh, now, the, the you know it encourages conservation and whatnot. So as the as the move to sweet metering happened, um, uh, a lot of that was conducted through um, uh, sub metering companies, people that specialized in installing the sweet meters, and then they run the billing systems and whatnot for the for the tenants or the condo owners. Mm-hmm. Um, and from the beginning, that that whole sector wasn't uh, uh, regulated. It's, it's really regulated by market forces. There are a bunch of uh, different competitors that are in the space. And, um, and I'm, I'm not aware of, uh, like, any serious concerns, of, um, uh, you know, of, you know, major, major gouging kind of thing going on. But um, uh, just in the dying days of the Ontario Liberal government, um, uh, so this is around 2017, the uh, the Libs went to introduce um, uh, regulation, bring regulation where there was none before. So the Energy Board um, uh, was it was empowered, you know, kind of uh, you know given given authority in this area to to uh, regulate the prices of the submeterers. And they started a, a, a long consultation process, went on for over a year. Nothing came from it. Um, uh, you know, there was no change in the rates for uh, customers. Um, I've, I've asked the Energy Board if they even published um, uh, data comparing the prices paid you know, by the end-use customer 
uh, whether they're served by a sub-meter provider or directly by the local distribution utility, you know, the likes of Toronto Hydro or Electra. Um, uh, and uh, unfortunately, the Energy Board hasn't been able to, to identify uh, any, any, you know, research that they've released like this, which is, it seems like a gap. Uh-huh. Um, but the bottom line is that the so this is Bill 66 that will deregulate this this area again, you know, just like it was, uh, you know, for almost all the history. Of all right, but what, what would the point or purpose be of deregulating then if, uh, you know, as Ford's government has uh, been for the people or giving them uh, more green in their genes, would this accomplish that? Yeah, well, like it's, I, I, it, it, the strongest argument that can be made that this deregulation is going to save anybody any money is that the sub-metering providers, um, uh, under a regulated scenario, they'll have to make some filings with the Energy Board and whatnot. Um, uh, but it's just not clear to me that there was really much of a problem here. I, I, what I think happened is that some lobbyists um, uh, that didn't, don't like the sub-meter uh, providers, maybe uh, distribution utilities that would like to get into that space themselves, uh, um, uh, I kind of pushed the government into throwing this in with a big basket of other deregulation initiatives. But in terms of like you know big impacts on you know kind of scary headlines about uh, uh, tenants getting you know uh, about to be really exposed to the vagaries of uh, of bad abuse, I, I'm not seeing it. Again, Tom Adams is with us, independent energy and environmental advisor. We're talking about what some advocates or proponents of uh, well for low income and people on fixed incomes living in apartments and uh, condos and the like, uh, they say, excuse me, would leave over 300,000 Ontarians vulnerable to uh, potentially spiking hydro prices, these sub-metering companies that control the hydro coming into your individual apartment or suite. Uh, They could rake you over the coals, but Tom Adams saying there's no indication of that. And the Ontario Energy Board, people are saying, uh, some of these activists or advocates, well, they need more authority over this. Uh, You're saying they're a paper tiger anyway and really didn't make one difference uh, one way or the other. Tell me, though, uh, so these sub-metering companies, could they potentially charge customers whatever they want, or is there a competitive environment where... They, you can choose which company comes into your, you know, is submetered into your apartment. Yeah, well, so the, the big risk here is that, it, you know, um, um, maybe a condo developer enters into an agreement with a, a sub-metering provider, and then, that you know, the condo, the condo developer disappears, and by the time the condo board kind of starts taking over, they realize they're roped into a bad deal for some extended time period, something like that. Um, uh, you, you know, so, like, there are potential bad outcomes, but, uh, um, like I say, there are a lot of different of these uh, uh, sub-metering providers that are out there, and uh, I think these companies are vulnerable. If they start really, you know, hitting some of their customers hard, uh, um, uh, you know, people have a way of, of, of uh, you know, reaching back and, and uh, hurting companies that abuse their power in situations like that, um, uh, you know, on social media and whatnot. So I, I think there is a disciplined environment. And I'm just like, this is not a, a top item issue. Like Ontario's got serious electricity problems, right? You and I have talked about this in the past. The whole file is on fire. There's a lot of things that need to get fixed, but this I wouldn't think is up at the top of the priority list. 
There had been something in place, though, called the Ontario Electricity Support Program, uh, where people, uh, low-income folk, would get subsidies. Is that still in place? Is that a good idea, or does that need to be lifted as well? Well, that's still in place, and it's. I think it is a good idea. Um, uh, the you know the low income customers um, uh, are vulnerable to high uh, electricity costs. Um, uh, you know, we often think that oh, you know the the you know more well to do customers are using more power. That's not necessarily the case. Um, uh, a lot of lower income people are in rental housing that may not have had, you know, the kind of thermal upgrades and the heating system upgrades and whatnot. Um, uh, so there's there's a real reason to to be concerned about the kind of, you know, the the social uh, uh, equity element of electricity service. Um, uh, so you know, this is it, uh, the the Ontario Electricity Support Program was put in place, you know, a few years by the Libs uh, ago. Uh, seems to be operating uh, reasonably well, um, uh, and, it, 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 and but I don't think uh, I'm not hearing that uh, that Ford is planning to change that one. All right, uh, except they're going to deregulate because regulation and red tape increases costs. That's the argument, and the minister in charge, Greg Rickford, said as much uh, in a statement to Global News earlier today. In the dying days of the previous government, the Wynn Liberals made a misguided commitment that would have raised electricity bills for low-income tenants. And so that's what he said the sub-metering companies uh, would charged, uh, would have increased hydro rates by introducing burdensome regulations and unneeded costs that would then be passed on to consumers. And he also said ending uh, sub-metering companies operate in a competitive environment. That keeps costs low. Tom, I'm going to have to leave you on that note. So that's the argument. That's the way the Ford government sees this, uh, their perspective. And so they're lifting the regulation, and the OEB would not have uh, any say on that matter. And so there you have it. Uh, we'll find out. Otherwise, uh, you know, we have people who are screaming that this is going to leave certain low-income users of hydro in the province vulnerable. Thank you so much for putting it into context. Right on. Thank you very much. You got it, Tom Adams, Independent Energy and Environmental Advisor. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 